For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hashtag no music, no intro. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> you know, you know what, man? As I was as I was at work all day today, you know, I, I thought I was gonna jump on this and just unload. But I realized I can do I do that so much. Like that's that's my MO when these dudes do things. So you know what? I drove home chilling, just driving, had a nice drive home. I said, you know what? I'm gonna just take a step back. I'm gonna let Ryan start things off, bro. I'm, just, I'm, gonna, let, I'm gonna let you start this off. We're gonna talk about the 53 man roster. We're gonna talk, mm. you know, the Trevor Penning injury and and the more details about. But like the big thing we gotta talk about, we gotta talk about City Deuce being traded to before the season, Ryan, for Chump. Change nothing. nothing. Not only to not only for jump chase, he got traded to a division contender. The the one team that had our number the past couple of years. So I'm seeing deuce. <laughs> you know what, bro? I'm just gonna mute myself. I won't let you. I won't let you start. Give your thoughts, and then I will. I'm gonna pick you back because I I don't I don't want to I don't want to come out hot. Like I'll I'll save it. But talk about your initial reaction. But before you do that, let's can we go back in time? Let's go back in time. Let's go back to the beginning of May on yeah. this podcast. Go back to the beginning of May on podcast on this podcast where we talked about CD Deuce, his contract situation, and everything. So let's let's play the clip. So we're gonna play the clip and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna and let Ryan give his thoughts about the whole situation. So listen, I'm going to take the listeners back to what we said on a May, like it was like the first week of May episode, I believe it was May 6th, and then we'll be back. I know, it, I know people aren't going to want to hear it, but a couple of, during this season, before or last season, lean up to free agency, what did we say? Saints weren't going to let Marcus Williams walk. There's no way. No way. 
he's gone, right? Yeah. Trey Hendrickson, it was more 50-50, but I, I had felt that he had played himself with this with the flat cap at that time. I felt he had played himself, you know, out of the Saints price range of what they were going to be able to offer him. I kind of saw the Trey Hendrickson one. But they lost Trey Hendrickson. They didn't retain Marcus Williams. I think there's this perception that getting a deal done with CD, like it's it's gotta happen, right? Gotta happen. CD Deuce, he's like he's like blood. Uh, the, the defense. There's no way they lock. They, they let CD walk, right? I, saying, bro. <laughs> like we. Here's another thing I'm waiting on somebody to talk about, but his contract is going to be interesting because he is a safety. Like his his position is safety, but he predominantly plays as a quarterback. Nickel. He's a nickel. He's a nickelback. Yeah. And so you so you would have I I I would have to look it up, but I believe. I think a good basis of the, where the contract would start is what um, I believe he plays for the Bengals, what Mike Hilton got from the Bengals. Right. Um, Cause he's, he's like the top three nickel, top four nickel in the league. And I don't remember what that contract was. They signed him. What is it? Two years ago. Yeah. They signed him two years ago. That would kind of be what I guess the starting point would be for CD's contract. Cause the Saints are going to try to pay him like a safety and CD's going to be like, uh, Fuck that. Fuck that. That's what I'm saying. And it's it's just gonna be interesting. Like it's it's gonna it's gonna be a battle because like just that label has kept him out of the Pro Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like he because you know when they look at safeties, they're looking at tackles, they look at all this. He's not gonna have those numbers, you know what I'm saying? He's not gonna have all the interceptions, all the numbers, because he, he's covering. He's a coverage guy. Yeah. I just looked up. I just looked up Mike Hilton's contract. He's a, he signed a four year deal for twenty four million for like that. So that's like what? That's not. That's not. That's kind of. That's obviously very cheap. It's like a lot lower than I thought it was. And I know CD's gonna want more no. than that. He's gonna want more than that, bro. Easily. So it's it's just one of those interesting things. I think you know, and I do you know. I see your point where you know they could be you know give, filling in some gaps to where you know maybe they might need to let CD Deuce go. I would hate it, but you know, I mean that's part of the game. Just like Marcus Williams, um, you know, so it can happen. I don't think it can happen. Like Saints fans need to understand, it can happen. Like there's no player that's not that's not untouchable. None. None of. Absolutely none. Um, do you have any thoughts? Okay. okay. Yes. Go ahead. Floor is yours, Ryan. Floor is yours. Okay. Now, listen, I, I really, like, if we would have recorded, like, a podcast at, like, 12 o'clock today, I would have went ham. I'm not going to go as ham right now, bro, but I will say this. It was a horrible tree. It was a horrible tree. Not because I love CD Deuce. I do love CD Deuce. Like I, I wanted him on the squad long term, but it was a horrible trade because it's, it's like everything about it was horrible. Not only just the compensation, which just just blew me away, bro. Like, like when when I saw that he got traded, it was like, oh damn, like fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like damn, I didn't want to see him go. But like I said, we like you just heard, we talked about it. It was kind of it was kind of like not surprising. You know what I'm saying? But I'm thinking, like in my head, I'm like, man, they train this dude to the Eagles, you know, a, 
a conference contender, you know, a team that they've traded with a bunch. No way they getting fleece here. Like they had to get a nice offer. You know, I'm thinking third round pick. Some people saying second. I'm like, nah, it'd be a third, maybe a fourth round, third conditional. That's what I'm thinking. Then I see the compensation. It's a motherfucking fifth rounder for 2023. The lowest sixth rounder possible in 2024. Oh, and we sent them a seven round pick. Why? Somebody tell me why. What? You take a top three, top five nickel corner, you know, um, that's, you know, deserved to be in the Pro Bowl for multiple seasons. And you trade him for nothing. That's what a fifth round pick is to me. It's nothing. A fifth round pick is Rufus Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's nothing to me. Like, it, it Saints trade those away. Like it's it's fucking like pennies you find in you know the crack of your mattress or whatever. Like it's nothing. So you basically gave him away a player that was making less than a million dollars this year for nothing. Uh impactful player, a player that um solidified your defense the past couple of years, a player that um I'm not gonna say he was locked in the locker room because I don't know that, you know, I don't know. Um but a player that was just, you know, kind of integral to this whole defensive renaissance that they've had. And you get back nothing. Like, if he would have, if they would have kept him this year and he walked, maybe they get a fourth round pick back. You know, maybe a third, depending maybe, on the contract yeah. he gets. Yep. You know, it's like, what is the deal? Now, I know a lot has been written and said, that he had become a headache, um, you know, because you know, he wouldn't talk to the coaches. He was pissed about his contract. We knew that was going to happen. We, you heard the clip. We knew that they would be far apart on this contract. And my thing is, you know, one person could say, well, you know, look, he, he's becoming a headache in the building. You got to ship him out. You know what I'm saying? Like this DA is a new coach. You know, he can't have coaches, you know, like CD Deuce, everybody tweeted, a couple of weeks ago, that DA lied on him. You know what I'm saying? Then he deleted it. You know, talking about when DA was, uh, I mean, when uh, CD Deuce was, had some conditioning problems or something like that. Oh, no, he pulled up limp or something like that. And CD Deuce tweeted he was lying. You know, so little things like that, you know, that I, you know, from DA's perspective as a new head coach, you got to kind of nip in the bud. So I understand that. So it's not, for me, trading him is not really the thing. It's just the way the Saints work. It's like they get fleeced so much in these little type of deals, man, where, where they like they don't understand how to use leverage. It's like, what was the rush? What was the rush to get this done now? Now, you know what I'm saying? Like, because this is the lowest leverage you're going to have as far as trade. Like, trade value is the lowest at this point in the year. Teams are putting together their 53. They're cutting players. They're trying to figure out you know, what pieces work, what pieces don't, they're not willing to give up major, you know, major value for the draft for players. And you wait till now to do it. Why not do it in February of this year? Why not wait until, you know, late September, October, 
when teams start seeing, teams start winning, they see, you know, what their roster looking like, what they need, what they don't need. They get injuries. They might, you know, Rams might get two cornerback injuries or two safeties that's injured. All these teams that start getting thirsty because they feel like they're right on the edge and a player away and they're willing to give up third round pick, you know, a conditional second round pick. That's when you execute play t- uh, trades like this. But it's just like they never they never take advantage of the leverage they have, man. And it, it just goes it, behind that. It, they never it, sign they never sign players before they're ready to, you know, hit free agency nope. when they should. We saw with, you know, uh Marcus uh Marcus Williams. We saw with uh Trey Hendrickson to a lesser extent. Um it's like, man, it's like, can y'all do something smart for a change when it's trade when it's come to draft time? They always giving up a ton of picks, you know, and we go to, we gotta go back and bat and defend them on Twitter saying, Oh, you know, it doesn't matter as long as you get a good player and all that. But how about y'all get some value for a change? You know what I'm saying? This just blows and the, and the the worst thing about this is you know, we was all excited coming off that preseason game. <laughs> That's where offense looking good. Defense looking good. We like, man, we ready to roll. Second hope just stack. Hope, bro. Hope, the bro. Hope we think was... it's super with a Jameis Winston player team. We think it's Super Bowl. How like, crazy is that? We think it's Super Bowl. You know How what I'm saying? How crazy is that, bro? How crazy is that? And then you do this. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> we didn't even get to the 53 man roster. No, we haven't got to that yet. <laughs> but just this move is like, man, it's like, yeah, the secondary is still good. But man, you lost a chank in the armor, bro. Like you. You, you lost a big chunk of the armor. You know what I'm saying? You had one of the best corner, you know, best nickel back uh, cornerbacks in the league. Not only that, he was a great safety. And you sent him to Philly. You know he's going to ball out. You know and it. Not only in Philly. Not only in Philly. You know what Philly going to do? And we've, we've been on this train for a while, right? Long time. We said as so- those, what was it, four or five games that Von Bell got hurt in CD plays. Mm-hmm. Strong safety for those four or five games. We said, bro, we you can't you shouldn't move him back. Like, as great as he is as a nickel, his safety play, right? Nigga. I still remember that Titans game. Oh, yeah. Laid out <laughs> that poor receiver. That man was just limp. Damn. Just limp. <laughs> Ball was on the floor, picked up, fumble. They didn't want to pay, they didn't want to play him at safety. For whatever reason, stubborn. So he goes to Philly, gonna be able to play free safety. And everything you said, the thing that I keep coming back to is this trade to me was a trade out of spite. Mm-hmm. Like you can't is a trade out of spite. And I think the thing that just even so I'm not I'm not even emotionally connected to them. I just hate. I just hate, like, you can't come out and say, we believe we are, like, we're, there's no, there's no rebuild. We're trying to compete right now. We're trying to, we can win right now. And then two weeks before the season, you're going to trade a top three nickel in the league for like chump change. I could even understood, I could understood if it was like, all right, you got, Maybe a third rounder back. If you got a second rounder back, he's like, you know what? It sucks, but you know, the Saints are low on draft picks. But then it goes back to that thing of like, well, if they don't hit on the draft pick, it doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. Then the trade compensation comes out, and it's like, 
what the fuck are we doing? And everyone's like, well, yeah, but like, you know, you know, we just slide Roby in as, as safety. We've said on this podcast, the thing that makes that made this team special, especially in the secondary, was its depth. Because right. football and injuries fucking happen. It just they just do. But the secondary was so deep, it was like, okay, if City has to miss a game or whatever, there was enough depth on the roster and talent to depth on the roster where you're not taking such a substantial hit if a, if a starter goes down. So now your entire, your entire, that's gone. So you have Lattimore, you have a Debo and you have Roby in the slot. So then if Roby gets hurt, then, then I guess, okay, maybe we can use Justin Evans there. Maybe we can use Tehran there, but if that doesn't work out, like you, you, man in the slot with, with Alante Taylor, who had like yeah. six snaps in the preseason and a hip right. flexor in training camp, right? Like, what are we like? What are we doing? And what I said in the doing? I said in the Discord, man, this is this shit to me reminds me of when Sean would, or I, I can't say it was just Sean, but a trade of an offensive player would happen, and the mindset is we can get. That sim- we can get similar production from other players, from two mm. players, and we'd be just fine. And I feel it's like the, this it's is the mirror universe of that. Yeah, it's, a, it's exactly what it is. We could trade CD, and and it's it's the hubris thing. And right, I want to I want to be clear. Right, I'm not saying that it may not work out because it might. Right, like who yeah. knows? Roby could go out and ball this season. Alante Taylor may may in theory, quote unquote, make us forget about CD, but it just goes back to you can't come out and lie to our faces and say we're all in on winning and then trade like a, at least a top three nickel in the league. You can't do it because it just contradicts that statement. Um, right. That's one thing that annoys me about it. But I got to get about this other thing that annoys me about this whole situation. This whole like smear campaign, and I've been super busy with work all day today, super busy. But I've I've glistened enough, and have seen enough to to quote Sean Payne. I've seen enough to know that what's been coming out and what's being reported, and I and I tweeted this. This today was all about PR. Today was all about damage control. If a story comes out and it's strictly, strictly the team side, where did that come from? <laughs> it comes from the team. <laughs> it comes from the fucking team. And it, I tweeted it and you texted me about it, bro. But like, let's go back a couple of years. Remember when Deshaun Jackson just randomly got cut by the Eagles by Chip Kelly. Oh, yeah. And, like, five minutes later, like, NewJersey.com had, like, this article, like, Deshaun Jackson was, like, a gang member, and he was just throwing up gang signs. Scoring touchdowns and throwing up gang signs. <laughs> and I remember that whole time so vividly, and even though I was younger, I was still, like, a, smart enough to put it together. It was, like, like, even... Let's even say Deshaun Watson, or sorry, uh, Deshaun Jackson on the slide was, you know, maybe it was a crip. Like, you know, maybe it was. But, like, 
there had not been any hard evidence, no arrests, no reports, nothing when he got cut, before he got cut, after he got cut, went to the Washington, went to Tampa Bay. This man has, has been, has lived a clean fucking life since that cut happened. But where did it, NewJersey.com get that story from? Got it from Chip Kelly. Because it makes the team look like, to fans, oh, well, well, shit, like, well, shit, if, if CD was, like, not taking the coaching, well, well, goodness yeah. gracious me, like, well, I, I get it now. <laughs> what, what are we doing? I don't like the smear campaign, man. And it another part of about the smear campaign that annoys me. And I, I get the NFL is predominantly black athletes, but it's always happened to the niggas, bro. It's always happened to people like us. <laughs> Am I wrong? Oh, brother, you're not wrong, man. It's, Am it's... I, the, the only white player that has had a smear campaign against them has been Carson Wentz, which tells you how awful a person Carson Wentz must really fucking oh, be, brother. No, it can't stand him. And I think that's what that's what's in my crawl the most. Because let's go back, let's go back to CD, right? Let's go back to CD as a prospect. Fell in draft, coming out of Florida. Cause what? Coaches bat him. Fell to the yeah. fourth round. So now all this dude has done since he's been drafted, it's all he's done is produced on the field. Yeah. Period. Produced on the field. There's you can't you can't say there's a he hasn't been arrested. He he hasn't been like a knucklehead. Is he annoying? Is he fucking like just you know he gets under an, an opponent's skin? Like, yeah, that's part of his game. But as a person and as a player, there's never been anything that's come out about him until now like all of a sudden and the the day of the trade that I, I think what you get on right there is the problem and that i think it underscores a, a issue with you know not, on, not only nfl coverage but especially the saints because the saints have a you know like they have like a mom and pop operation going on here where we know if if you come down too hard on the saints you know, you you might not get media access. Honestly, you know what I'm saying? Uh-oh. Like, oh, oh, no, no. Especially when Sean Payton was running. I don't know how it yes. is now, but that's when Sean Payton running. You were you was getting your, your media access was not getting approved. Uh, we we've already heard the stories about him calling certain reporters six o'clock <laughs> in the morning and laying them out. You know what I'm saying? Because they so, wrote the, in the report. <laughs> Wasn't even that negative, just pointing out something, you know what I'm saying? So we know how it is. And I think, you know, that underscores the point that it's like Saints fans sitting sitting here thinking, oh, everything's all good with CD. It's just, you know, just a contract negotiation. And then boom, he gone. Then boom, oh, he's been a headache in the locker room. It's like, whoa, where, where the hell did all this come from? You know what I'm saying? And like you said, you know, it does come from the team. And, you know, Look, NFL coverage, sports coverage is very loosey-goosey. It's not like, quote-unquote, real journalism where, okay, you get the team's perspective and then you go to CD and his people and you get his perspective. What were your thoughts about the team saying that you weren't talking to coaches? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? What were your thoughts on that situation? That pretty much doesn't happen in the NFL because it's just – it's kind of it's kind of loose. You know what I'm saying? You just – 
you 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 report what's out there and you put it out there and you know it just it runs with it. Now look, on that note, look, see the see the deuce, loving the debt, but we know he got he got he got a little of that, you know, that in him, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, can, you can say it, bro. It's our podcast. You can say got that, 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 that nigga in him. Got that nigga in him. You know what I'm saying? He just he just that's just the fact. You know what I'm saying? And that's gonna rub some people wrong. They will be okay with Deshaun Jackson. I mean, Deshaun Watson. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You know, with multiple sexual assault allegations. Not multiple, but like dozens. <laughs> dozens of sexual assault allegations. But you know what? You know, in front of the media, he's a pretty, you know, swell guy. You know what I'm saying? He's a swell guy. You know, kind of carries himself pretty good. See the deuce. You know what I'm saying? He, she, I mean, he just ain't it. You know what I'm saying? He just ate it, little dude. You know? And I think that rubbed coaches and some teammates the wrong way. Um, take it how you want it. But I think it did. And I think they felt they had to get that out the locker room. And I do kind of understand from DA's perspective as a new coach. And look, DA knows CD Deuce. Better than anybody. It's not like he's a new head coach that's coming in. He knows CD Dukes. Like he knows his strengths, weaknesses, this, that, and the other. And so he he knows what he's ready to deal with tonight. So if you know, if he felt that's something he didn't want to deal with, you know, on one level, I gotta understand that. But just like you pointed out, the hubris, just like Sean Payton, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, man, like. A player being a little disgruntled about his pay is not new in the NFL. Like this, Bro, is, we could just go back. AK was disgruntled about his. About I mean, his the, the dude held, came to camp and left. Like what? you know what I'm saying? So it's like it's don't don't give me nothing about oh you know he was I'll, causing headache. Like that's I'll, that's a part of. Bro, that's just a part of like if you're a head coach, that's just a part of you got to manage that shit. We we ain't you know we ain't forgetting that Mike Thomas didn't, didn't answer phone calls <laughs> like like a whole offseason, bro. Man, listen, and DA going to take a private trip to get to know Mike Thomas and all that. Like, come on, man. Like, play these players making multi millions of dollars. They divas. They're super competitive. You know, they bought their money. Like these are egos. Oh, you name it. All the little personality traits you can throw out there. All these things come with the game, man. And you know, ultimately, ultimately, Dennis Allen felt like CD Deuce wasn't good enough to have to go through all that. Because if he was, you know, if it was, if it was a certain you, player, you telling me like it just that, and I and I and you're right. I I know you're right, but like you're you're like. And I know you're saying it, and I know I'm not asking you this question. It's more of a question that if we would, if we had media credentials, <clears throat> not denied. But if we got to ask the Saints, you, you you're telling me that you couldn't put up with CD Dukes for eighteen weeks, nineteen That's what I'm weeks, That's Like I, like that just that what makes was the what was the rush? What was the rush? Quote my line from fucking what? Meet the Parents, bro. Where's the fire? Where's the fire? <laughs> it's, like, it's like what? Like is he was he gonna be that bad in the locker? That you couldn't wait to try to get the best compensation allowed, or you know? it's not. I, I'm not even talking like I, at that point. I'm not even about compensation. I'm just like let the fucking season play out with him on the roster. If he's yeah. gonna walk, then he's just gonna fucking walk, and then get a cop right. pick. And then you like, get a cop pick. Oh, if you don't get a cop pick, you 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 had the best squad. You had, 
you could but put on the field. This is this is bad team management. It is oh, like it is. It, it's bad team management. You, there's no other way around it. And it's funny because you go back to, to Friday. People in our Discord were just like, man, can we just go can you just take me back to Friday? Like, yeah, the penny news is kind of like a bummer, <laughs> but like like we <laughs> we just had like there was just this this ah <laughs> we, right. We saw it all. We saw everything we needed to see, Ryan. We saw the office. Jameis looked healthy. He looked good. He was throwing the Jarvis Landry. He was throwing the Chris Olave. The line looked good. Uh, AK was going through them hoes. They was big as shit. Defense got a three and out. Like, we... Could have stopped right there, bro. That was good. <laughs> what did they say, man? It was just good. It was all good just a week just ago. Week ago. <laughs> just a week ago, bro. Um... I put this. I I extended this offer out to CD on on Twitter. He probably probably didn't see it. Maybe he did. Maybe he did. I don't know. But we, we talked about this. I feel like it's, it's it feels like kind of like gotcha reporting. Like yeah. gotcha. Oh, this this is what it is. Gotcha, man. I'm not, I'm not about that. Like we're not about that. This our podcast is not about that. I would love. And it would be an ignorant, ignorant as shit podcast. But I would love if we could just get CD on and yeah. just, just talk to him, bro. And get get it from his perspective. And someone that I don't, someone that I feel like we should not let off the hook about this. Because we got to talk about Mickey Loomis, bro. Mm. We got to talk about him. So you let Mark, Mark, so. I'm not even go. I'm not even going all the way back. I'm just going recent examples. I could go way back. I could talk about Carl Nix. I could talk about the whole Mark Ingram situation. I'm not going. Not even go that far, bro. I'm just going with recent examples. Okay. So Marcus Williams leaves leaves and signs with the Ravens for. I don't want to say the exact number on the pod, but a number you would feel shouldn't had like shouldn't have been an issue to have him stay with the team for him being as young as he was and having the type of elite skill set that he had. Right. Wasn't really upset with the Trey Hendrickson thing. Wasn't like, I got it. Understood it. Wasn't except with, except with, except upset with that one because of the whole COVID season, blah, blah, blah. Got that one. And then you have, CD, who Jeff Duncan reported was four million, and take that as a—I won't say take it as a grain of salt, but also consider the source. And you're telling me that you drafted so well in the past. You drafted so well that you're not able to financially move your stance. So you can keep and retain young talent. That's the part in the shit that blows me away. Cause it's not even about it's to me, like you can't even tell me with a straight face, like we couldn't afford it. Cause it's it, it's never that. Like I, I know, I know Neo, aka Kai in the Matrix, bruh. Morpheus, just he can it, it can get figured out. That's not an issue. But if you have Mickey who just has this so stuck in his ways. And it just does not budge ever. 
And this like, to the point where it's just like, you ever just be in a relationship with a person and the person relationship just feels like nothing's ever their fault. Oh yeah. Like they're just like, <laughs> like, they, like, they're, like their shit don't stink. Right. Like if that person is continually getting in relationships and they're always not the problem, like you're the fucking problem. Right. At some point you got to look in the mirror. Talk about it, bro. <laughs> Here's my thing, though. It's like, okay, CD was a problem, but you were offering him a long-term contract. So it's like, so he, mm. so it's like, is he Uh-oh. a problem? Like, oh, okay, he's he's not a problem at you know eight nine million a year, but at twelve million, thirteen million, he's a problem. You know, it's like, so what is it? Like, is he a problem or not? Like those are the things that really just annoy me with like about this whole thing. And uh, it's not it's, and it's not even it's not even that I really, you know, like just like they pay the guy, you know what I'm saying? Like cuz look, I, I I think players should be paid, but look, if the Saints felt like they could this is not what they want to allocate it, I completely understand. Like if they didn't want to allocate that type of money uh to the nickel, you know, the nickel spot. I I completely get it. Like I understand it from a business perspective. Um, but it, it wasn't that man, it was just the whole way they did it, bro. It was the whole way they did it. It was spite, you bro. had to you had to do go through a whole training camp. Mm. Like, why? Why? Like, what was the point? And now he and I, what whatever they don't give two shits about CD because obviously, but now this man got has to like get acclimated to a completely different defense in like two right. weeks, bro. It's like, why? What was the point of that? Like, what was the point of just it, making this show about him being a part of the team, taking we, pictures and all this? Like, what was we, the point? We talked about it, bro. We talked about what what was the, like our biggest concern we had about this defense. All the new moving pieces mm. in the secondary. Marcus May's new, Teron's new, and they don't have Marcus to be that eliminator in the back anymore. So, like, the way they do things defensively is going to be different. So our concern yeah. for the defense was like, man, we might see some some early big busts in the season, got yeah. 40, 50 yard plays. <laughs> but now it's just like another player, and I get it, like Roby was here last year, but like CD's been the nickel. Like, yeah. unless he was has been hurt, he's been the nickel. And we gave a third round pick for Roby. And he couldn't <laughs> beat out CD. <laughs> So we give a third round pick for Roby, who couldn't beat out CD, but we trade CD. Couldn't so beat out CD. Couldn't beat out CD or Debo. Right. So how does that? Uh-oh. How does that not enter their mind when they're talking trade value? Like, why not just hang up on the Eagles? Like, no, no, you know, wait a week, wait two weeks, wait three weeks. Like, why? Like, why make that move, man? That just, oh my god, that, that <laughs> I, shit just fu- annoys me, bro. It's funny because I feel like. Like you said, you were like you had thought like at twelve you would have lit into them, and then later you you got better. And I feel like talking about it, you're back to like twelve o'clock. That shit is annoying because I'm telling you, man. You can look at my tweets when I saw the trade. I was like, "Fuck!" And then you know I just kind of talked through it. You know what I'm saying? But then I was just waiting on the compensation. Then the compensation came out, and I just laughed, bro. Like, Laugh, I mean, bro. Like we had the exact I was sitting, I was sitting there my. Desk at work, just <laughs> laughing, man. He's like, man, what you laughing at? Dudes got traded for nothing, nothing. Not nothing, even a, man. Uh, not even a beignet, bro. 
And what kills me is this team, Mickey Loomis, is so unmovable when it comes to negotiating with players. But, man, when it comes to trades, he's just like, fold, man. He's like, okay, I'll take it. It's like, <laughs> he said, you want, me, you want me to put it to the left side or the right side? You just want me to just take them, take them all the way down? Like, And then people just like, oh, that's the market. That's what they could have got. It's like, how you know? It's like, how you know? Like, how do you know? How they approach that trade? Like I don't, I I don't know. It's like, how do we even know how they approach that trade? Did they did they call every team? Did they field calls from every team? Did they wait it out? Like we don't know, you know, how they did it. It is interesting that you know the Detroit Lions, Aaron Glenn, and um, you know those guys. They you know they need talent. They need all the talent they need. It is interesting they didn't get a call, you know. Or they didn't make an offer. Maybe they did make an offer, and it was just lower than the Eagles. But, man, it's like – I know when it comes to trades, man, it's like all about timing. It is all about timing. Let's, let's speak about it, right? Same team, same two teams before the draft. Eagles call the Saints. Hey, don't want to get this other second, this other first-round pick we got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell let's yeah, do we it. do. Uh, we need y'all's next year's first and next year's next year's second. Okay, say okay. less. Let's do it. <laughs> like sometimes you just gotta ask, put it out there. What do you want? What do you want? Hey, we got this, you know, CD Deuce. You know, we don't look like we got this contract. We get the contract resolved. You know, what would you take for him? We don't mind keeping him. We'll let him play the year. But what would you give us for him right now? And it's like, just listen, you know what I'm saying? And maybe they did do that, bro. Like, I don't know. I don't know. We can't know. But it's like, it just don't feel right, man. Like, that that composition. We we drafted him in the fourth round. Like, we didn't even get the fourth round of back. Like, <laughs> we couldn't even get what we paid for him. Drafted him for the, the fourth fuck? round. He's, like, exceed. he's exceeded his draft. Like, he should have been. Easily should have been drafted in the first round by his player. was playing the f- week one of his rookie season, getting smoked by Deshaun Watson. <laughs> was crying, was crying on the sideline. I never forget. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, but had a great, you know, had a great rookie season. You know, up and down here and there, but he was great and and started since. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you telling me that's worth the fifth rounder? Oh my god! And I know I get caught up on the conversation. And because uh, bigger than that, I just like, you know, as a fan, you like I like the dev and the guy on this team. I just enjoyed as someone who watched football on Sunday, I enjoyed having CD Deuce on the team. You, you loved he loved it, bro. So he goes, he goes to the Eagles. And like that's the part of me that that also like uh, I, I, we hit on it. Ooh. It's like, was there not an AFC fucking team? Like not a like one anybody, like anybody, not- Browns, the <laughs> Jaguars, like Jaguars didn't want a nickel, like, like shit. Call, DM John Shipley, shit. Like, <laughs> nobody wanted this nickel corner right here. Who's like, he, like his, his his reputation is that sullied around the league? I don't believe that, bro. I don't. Like, are you I, serious? Like, did he I do don't. something that bad? I don't. I mean, he can't do nothing that bad, bro. Like, Deshaun Watson out here, like. Coming on tables and forcing women to touch him, and but, he got, look, he got, hey, but you don't. You, to be fair, you know players don't care about that. 
I, I do. <laughs> that I that I do know. That's that's no, it, it did it did get on my radar that Saints players I didn't talk see about no it. tweets. I didn't see no man, I can't believe I, I didn't see any tweets. I mean, I saw the Mario the Mario Davis person, man. He was just like, ah well. <laughs> Isn't that little that very telling? So it it, it I don't I, I don't know what to make. It, it could mean nothing, but it was like you know, maybe CD was kind of annoying in the locker room. You know, what I'm I saying? can easily fucking you see CD being annoying in the locker room. You can believe that, man. But my thing is just from a head coach's perspective, man. Like you got to manage that shit, bro. You got to manage personalities. Like Sean, even Sean Payton, with his dickish ways, and he would take a player out in a heartbeat. Even he talked about like trying to manage Jeremy Shockey back with the Giants, and when he brought him to the Saints. You know, because Jer- Jeremy Shocker was a headache, you know what I'm saying? Um, trying to manage Reggie Bush, who, you know, wasn't a headache per se, as far as like, you know, in the locker room or whatever, but he was a pop star. He was a personality, you know what I'm saying? So you you got to manage these things, man. And you can't manage every player the same. Not every player is going to be happy about making a certain pop- amount of money, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes they're going to be pissed off at the coaches. And you got to just work through that shit, bro. Especially if you want to, if you want to go get that Super Bowl championship, and that's what just makes me wonder: like, what are y'all? What are we? We went through this all over, and we right back to what is the what? Uh oh, bro! You know, I was thinking about it earlier, bro. We right back to what's the vision? I thought we had the vision, and now we right back to what is the vision? Gotta gotta post that vision meme from what the vision again, bro? (laughs) Deshaun, Deshaun, vision. I don't. I, I wish I get on the. Uh, go ahead. I was say you won't get on the fifty three, bro. I, I said. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get sixteen ounce packs of flavorful Angus ninety percent lean ground sirloin for four ninety nine each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on twelve packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or Seven Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, Ryan? Yo. I'm just going to say this. I want you to get offended. I'm a big dude. You a big dude. Damn. And I know sometimes weight loss has been an issue that we both dealt with our, our entire lives. But I want to tell you about something that I came across about this great new company called Vertimax. Okay. Did you know that Vertimax is the leading sports performance and fitness equipment company that's used by half of D1 programs and half of the NFL and NBA teams? We have an NFL podcast. Hmm. It's used by professional leagues as well as other teams all around the world. There's the Vertimax platform and there's a Vertimax Raptor used to help athletes improve their performance on the field for almost three decades. That's almost as old as you. I know we, we we pick on him, but did you know that pick on him in terms of his little his workouts? But Jameis Winston actually has trained on a Vertimax Raptor in the mm. Kingdom of New Orleans himself. Drew Brees has trained on a Vertimax platform along with other top NFL and college football pro athletes. I was just scrolling on TikTok. I saw 
Amari Cooper using a Bourbon Max machine. Wow. We know we have a lot of listeners that have kids. They're in sports. They're in soccer, baseball, football, track and field, you name it. If you're a parent and you want to help your child improve in terms of their sports performance, or maybe you just feel like you just want to get your body right for the summer and, and get fit, you need to I bought out. summer. You need to you need to check out Bourbon Max. So all you have to do is go to BourbonMax.com or follow them on social media at Bourbon Max. That's B-E-R-T-I Max. Again, that's at B-E-R-T-I Max, BourbonMax.com. Look into getting yourself a Bourbon Max platform, a Bourbon Max Raptor, and tell me you won't see the improvement. Um. Yeah, I I mean I've I've said everything I wanted to say on the situation, man. Um and I part of me didn't part of me didn't want to talk about this on the pod. Uh like we had put it in our Discord, we were gonna leave it at that. But every like when everything happened today, like I, I, I couldn't help I couldn't help it, bro. Like I had I had to tweet about it and I said, you know, this past weekend we we requested media credentials for the pod. Mm. And you know, it got it got denied, and we, you know, for all intents and purposes, the reason it got denied was basically y'all don't have enough clout. Like y'all don't have enough following. Y'all kind of nobodies, lower, you know, lower level. Where there's algorithms and blah 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 that we follow, and like you're not at the level that you know is needed to uh, to to get media credentials. Essentially, for all intents and purposes, what we're told. And then this trade happens. And I was just and who and I'm not I'm not saying that that reasoning isn't valid, but but if I'm the if I'm the Saints front office hierarchy, I can understand why you might want want to give us media credentials right now. Because <laughs> maybe they knew that trade was coming. They was like. Oh Lord! <laughs> they knew the storm was coming. Uh, so I do want to give a shout out to uh, Scottish who that who and we and and I, I say this sincerely and honestly, like we did not ask Chris to do like the um petition. yeah the petition for us to get media credentials. Uh, most most often than not. Potentials mean absolutely fucking nothing, uh, but I do want. Man, I, I just I just signed a petition to bring back the jalapeno <laughs> cheddar biscuit at Whataburger. <laughs> oh, they went away. I don't like jalapeno cheddar biscuits. I don't oh, like. Oh, bro, that shit is crack, boy. That shit is. <laughs> um, I was so pissed when they took that shit away. Oh, anyway, it's like me. They they don't probably have El Pollo Locos out there, but they had this. This jalapeno hot sauce, by far the best hot sauce I've ever had in my life. And like two months ago, they did they discontinued it. Oh, I was livid, bro. <laughs> you can, you right. can ask my yeah, you can ask my girl, bro. I was in the drive thru when they told me <laughs> I almost came a care and cry, man. Oh, cry like what? What do you mean? You got the hot sauce. <laughs> um, but much love to Chris. For getting that petition together, yeah. Anyone, 
any anyone who signs it, we appreciate it. We don't we, we don't expect it to end in anything. But I do want to I do want to just be honest about this the podcast and you know I'm glad and I and maybe maybe ultimately us never getting credential honestly may be the best thing for us because our podcast whether we're with Minute Media or not if we're just us we can unapologetically just always be us and have an honest discussion about the Saints about the team not worry about oh if we say this and here's the thing about us like even if we got credential like our attitudes wouldn't change we just we just ask the question we want to ask in a very professional type of way like right you know we are both intelligent black men and we know how to play the game we worked in offices we worked in businesses we know how to ask questions and 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 get our our matches across in the way that it is viewed of how it's supposed to be um but i people that that support us and who wants us like in the room quote unquote um to really ask the questions that need to be asked we appreciate that we really really do um, i will say i will say this uh like we both got day jobs yep so it's like you know it's like okay who cares i can still pay my bills yeah, uh, if, yeah. If my bills were dependent on, <laughs> oh boy, what question I asked, I mean, hey, you know, I like I like to say I'll be that brave dude, but um, I don't know. <laughs> right. Compl- uh, I'll, be, I'll be like I'll be like cat man, cat just throw that little question out, just just to throw it out there, just to see where you know, see if it lands or not. Shot down with, and with, just, with, with those quick jabs, bro, like a box, oh, like <laughs> oh, she throw them out there, bro. I always laugh at it. But she throw it out there. She was like, so you know, what's she, what she asked today? She asked Denzel, like, so oh, was that she... about uh, yeah, she was like, so was this about uh, um, CD Deuce's contract negotiations? <laughs> throw it out there. And Denzel was like, mm, no, I'm just, I'm not gonna go there. I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> Shout out to Cat. Shout out to KT. Um, oh, yes, you know, let's. Let's let's like think we've talked all we could about C. Let's get to the. Can you talk about the fifty? Can we talk about the fifty three? Like this team's maybe making me laugh to. all day, bro. All day. Um, I tweeted it. You you can't you can't tell me that you watch the preseason and watch the snaps. That talk old Charlton had in the preseason. Man. <laughs> Compare those to Peyton Turner. And with a straight face, objectively, objectively tell me that Taco Char- like Peyton Turner deserves a spot on this team more than Taco Charlton. Just based off play. You can't. No. I-, I understand why Peyton Turner's on the team. Cause what it all what what does it all go back to, Ryan? Sunky calls. Sunky calls, bro. <laughs> Can't cut Peyton Turner, bro. He's first round pick. You know, no matter if he looked like ass in the preseason. Um, just I, nothing was like there was some surprises. Eric Wilson cut. Yeah. Bostic cut. Kurt Merritt cut. 
Um, I don't expect this to be like the team that's get that is ready for week one. Like there's still a lot of players that got cut around the league. Uh, they may sign up, they may sign a player, they may claim a player from waivers. A lot of things can still happen. Um, but what are just your initial thoughts from the 53 man roster? Oh, just you just kind of realize how thin some spots are, man. Like mm. offensive tackle, you got what five tackles, you got Ramcheck, Hurst, Penny, who's injured, Landon Young, and uh, Lewis Kidd. It's like, okay, Ramcheck, he's like dealing with the chronic knee injury. Chronic. Where it's just something he's going to have to manage just like forever. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Then you got linebacker. Oh, my God. Talk about it, bro. Like, like bro, like you can't have any injuries at linebacker. You just can't. You can't afford any. You can't have any injuries at linebacker in the position literally like just trying to tackle another fucking human being every Bruh. fucking play. <laughs> like, so you got Demario and Pete Werner. Pete Werner, who has a groin injury, who God knows how that plays out there in the season. He could miss the whole season. He could play every – we don't know. You got Kane Dallas and Zach Bond, who doesn't play linebacker. Doesn't play linebacker. He's a special teams. And you got Andrew Dow. And it's like, whoo. Like, God forbid, 30-something-year-old Demario Davis misses a game. That is just trash. It's dumpster fire, bro. It's like y'all couldn't figure a spot for Eric Wilson or Jason Hansen or somebody. Y'all couldn't figure out a spot. But I guess, you know, like I was thinking, I tweeted earlier, I was like, maybe they just gonna play like six, seven DBs, man. Like, maybe they're just gonna play a shitload of DBs, probably have one linebacker on the field a lot. I don't know. But I mean, even if so, then that goes that goes back. Like, if 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 they were to do that, we don't know if they are. Maybe they'll maybe they'll play. What is it? Is a three two five? I believe. Yeah. What? But like, man, if they primarily play a defense where only one linebacker is on the field, it's like, why would why did you even draft Pete Warner then? Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Like, it comes it becomes like an obsolete fucking pick. Well, um, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If if he weren't as hurt, maybe they'd just be like, fuck it. We'll put PJ Williams in there. Something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Weird, bro. Like, that's it's 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 been a gaping hole, and it just goes back to the Quan Alexander. It was like, why not bring him back? Like, why? Like the money, whatever he was gonna cost was not gonna set us back. No. At all. At and all. the whole thing about them being a starter and that, it's like, come on now, man. It's, it's about money. It's about money. And Quan, and Quan wanted to be back. I just, I, I just want to, I want to put that out there, like in the ether. Like Quan wanted to be back. Of course, period. man. You got Honey Badger here. You got nope. No matter, on, no matter what may have come out after, like he signed with the Jets, he hundred percent wanted to be a Saint. Um, I. It's funny because after the after the CD thing happened, honestly, like all all their roster moves like didn't surprise me at all because it was like right. it was like of course, Kurt Merritt showed something preseason, gone. Uh, Eric Wilson saw some plays, gone. 
Oh, you know who's still on the team, though? Daniel Sorensen. Sorensen sitting there shining, bro. Number 25. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they, you make kidding me? Me, they make me laugh, bro. They, they really do. I, uh, Daniel Sorensen, bro. Uh, bro. Um, so we we should give like an update on the the pinning injury because it's been some some updates since we last recorded. So first, it was reported that like with a bad case of turf toe, and I just I, that I was like, man, that don't look like fucking turf toe to me, bro. <laughs> like, no, no, fucking fucking turf toe. I don't know where Ian Rappaport got that shit from. Um, and then like after the MRI. It was like, oh shit, like he has torn ligaments in his ankle. So like he had to have surgery on his ankle. And oh. he like maybe the earliest he might be back is like maybe by like December, but like he might not be back at all this season. And it's like Why is he or yet? I don't know, man. I don't know. I think it would have we have to be put on IR like tomorrow. Because it has to be like after the the the, the deadline. And then he could come oh, back, yeah. but it can't be before. Because if he gets on put on IR before, then he's out for the entire season. Right, right. So we might see something like tomorrow, 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 like Wednesday or Thursday, whatever day that maybe he's put on IR. And then if he's able to come back at some point, then they can like take him off of IR. Um, but they couldn't do it before the roster cut down. Right. Which underscores another point that the roster's not set yet. There's about to be a ton of low moves, like linebacker position. They, you know, they very, they very well could bring Eric Wilson back or Chase Hansen. Um, they could bring a tackle back. They, there's going to be some moves in the next few days that you know, kind of. So the roster is not set. You know, it's every year we go through this and we think this is the final three, but it's not. And you know, not only you know players that hit the waiver wire today, you know, they might get claimed. So we'll see. Running back, you know what I'm saying? We talked about running back all year. Like, it's turned out to be exactly what it was last year. <laughs> it's Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, Dwayne Washington, Tony Jones, and Prentice at fullback. Like, very underwhelming. Very. Um, As we close, wrap up this episode, I know, I know it's a, a longer one. Um, but there's just so much to, to talk about. Any any just lasting things um, that you want to, like, get out, express, 53-man roster, pinning, CD being gone. Can we, we – we all – but before – we all know, like, CD's at least getting an interception when the Saints play against the Eagles, right? Like, oh, at least. It's a fact. It's a fact. Uh, no man, like nothing, nothing really, bro. It's just like, um, you know, it does kind of poke a hole in the maybe this team can win the Super Bowl feeling, um, and that could change once the once the ball gets on the field, see how it rolls, we'll see. But you know, I just personally, I just don't feel like the defense is going to be that good early. It's gonna take a while, and you know, offense. You know, maybe maybe the offense rises to the occasion, and you know, it it'll be an offensive driven team 
for a little while until the defense really gets, you know, really gets a hold of things. Uh, I think the notion that the defense could be one of the best defenses mm in the league is is gone, especially Go on, with, bro. you know, not only with the secondary move, but I mean, is is Davenport going to play week one? You know, does it matter if Peyton Turner plays week one or not? I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> No, bro. And you look at defensive tackle, it's like, okay. You know, so it's, it's you know, it's going to be interesting, bro. It, I don't know, man. I don't know. I predicted 10 wins. I'm going to stick at that. <laughs> yeah. 10 wins, man. Ten, ten, feels, 10 feels about right, man, after after today. I was – even with the pinning injury after last Friday, I was like, man, these – like if everything breaks right, like the team could win like 11, 12, 13 games. Like I, I, I truly believe that, Ryan. And not, and I'm not saying that like I was like in, like, oh yeah, like I'm re reconnect. Like just a fan. I honestly believe after that Friday game, I had seen enough to be like, these dudes can win anywhere from like eleven to thirteen games. And I wouldn't be surprised. maybe thirteen's yeah. a little high, but the, the NFC's predominantly weak. And I, but now, now I'm back to about about nine to ten. Yeah, feels feels about feels about right. Um, Makes sense, bro. Just, but that offense, bro, like the offense looked good. I mean, the wide receivers, man. Got to think back to last year, bro. Now, a lot of this is contingent. You know, like Mike Thomas been out the game about two weeks now, bro, with that little hamstring tweak. It's like, what's going on with that? You know, we ain't gonna no. know nothing. Uh, I don't, I don't know if they do a, a, a injury report this Wednesday or next Wednesday. It'll be next Wednesday. It'll be next Wednesday. So we yeah. won't really know anything. But he wasn't at practice uh, this Monday, I believe. Um, uh, but we, you know, we got Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, Jarvis Landry, Marquez Callaway, Deontay Hardy, and old Traquan, bro, Traquan. Traquan that turd that won't flex, boy. Bro, I was just <laughs> sounds really bad, bro. I was just thinking like Traquan like a roach, bro. Like who they almost say Traquan like glitter, you know, he like he glitter on you and like three <laughs> days later it's still on you. <laughs> I still got glitter on my face, Howard last night. <laughs> Trey Klein, baby. Trey Klein ain't going nowhere. It's so he funny. Did it. He it's hurt funny, his little hand, boy. He was like, shit, I'm good. We, we talked all that, spent all that time talking about wide receivers, how crowded it was. No. No. I will I I know this this episode has been kind of uh very lighting the team up and not to be fair, like I think they completely deserved it after their the moves today. Because I think the moves that made uh, think the move they made today was just completely fucking dumb and terrible team management. But I, I will give them a bit of credit in like they easily probably could have traded Callaway. And no according to the CD trade, they probably probably just would have cut him or gave gave up for a seventh. But right. uh, um I'm at least glad they kept they held on to him because you keep talking about the offense. If the offense does well 
and Jarvis Landry does well in the offense, like they won't be able to keep Jarvis. Um, right. so to have like Callaway as a backup, as a young like option, I think it's good. Yeah. But like we, I mean, I know we, I know season about to start, man. But like, I mean, looking at looking to like next off season, man, it'll be like fifty four million dollars over the cap. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah, man. What else is the <laughs> That's true. And then, uh, and then I have a question for you, right? Before we before we finish up, last question I have. I'm I'm tired. I need to pack. Going to Texas tomorrow. Need need, need to pack. But so now that CD's traded, that whole the three players that they needed to potentially pay or extend. Well, it was CD. It was Eric McCoy. And it was Davenport. So now there's that that threes has whittled down to two. So my question to you is: Do you extend Marcus Davenport? No, no. I don't even have to think about that. Why? Why would I pay Marcus Davenport? <laughs> like why? Who? Who's? This, this is me just playing. There's no way I could write a check. Now, if he wanted to come back on like a like a deal, like a. Like a team friendly deal, we could work something out. But if he plays out this season and say he has nine sacks, you know, not a great season, but has nine sacks, he's gonna be looking for 15 plus a year, bro. I can't, I can't pay that for 15 plus a year, bro. Can't pay him that, bro. No way. I can't do it. I can't. So then, this, again, this is all this is all me being this hypothetical, plus playing devil's advocate. If you were to let him walk, like it, like he, like then the ends become like a 35, 34 year old Cam Jordan, Peyton Turner, bro. It's gonna be ugly, bro. They're gonna be packaging that fifth round pick that they got for CD Deuce along with some other picks to get another fucking defensive end. That's what they're gonna be doing. How stupid that shit is. Just stupid. And I'm not bagging. I'm not bagging on the Peyton Turner pick, bro. Oh no, sorry. I'm not bagging on the the Pete, the Penny Trevor Penning pick. I'm not because I think it, it, that that pick is gonna. I think it's gonna work out. I really do. But if Jermaine Johnson goes out and balls out for the Jets, bro, and I bro. get, I, I get why they couldn't have drafted it. Right, no, let me take that back. I understand the optics of why they probably didn't draft him at 19. Yeah. Uh, because you just drafted a first round defensive end the last year, and then what does it go back to? Fucking cost, bro. He <laughs> got we, but if Jermaine Johnson balls off for the Jets, bro, should should they have paid Toronto Armstead? No, to, to to me the Armstead thing is is just like the Davenport thing, except mm-hmm. Toronto's just a better player, like. Yeah. I love Teron, but like I like paying him what he wanted to be paid and the amount of games that he potentially was going to be available. Like he just the dollars and cents just wouldn't add up to me, and, which kind of just gives me back to the whole CD thing. Because CD been healthy, but whatever. But like, but I look at Davenport the same way, right? Like, and he's not to the level of the player level as players Teron is, no. but just. I'm gonna pay you like what 14, 15 million a year, and you're gonna play like what eight games, right? Nine, nine games, maybe. 
And then it's like, do you like? I know you. I got. I know you got the pinky amputated because you wanted to come back. But like, it's just weird to say. And I hate saying this about players. And I, I probably shouldn't. Right. I'm gonna preface this by saying that I probably shouldn't say this because I don't know shit. Right. But like, he just comes across as like a player that just doesn't love football. And there's players that are like that, bro. They just are. Yeah. Right. I, I've been. I've been thinking that for a long time. Man, you've be been. You've been on this. Like you've been the. You've been like the conductor of it. Like you saw it probably even before I did. But then once you said it out, like you can't unsee it because you're like, oh. yeah, like it all kind of fucking makes sense. Just makes so, sense, man. And so he's like, it's one of those things where it, it, I, I see it because I see me. Like I've been working in IT. Mm. I've been working in IT for, you know, what, 16, 17 years. And it's not, it's not like I love it. I, I like computers and shit, you know what I'm saying? But it's not like I love what I do. But I like it enough, and it pays the bills. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I think that's just how he looks at it. Like, eh, you know, he's six five and six six, two hundred some pounds. No, what else? Like, what else is going? Is he going to do? <laughs> fucking getting getting like what eleven million this year? It's like, what the fuck else I'm gonna do? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm gonna play all the Fortnite I want. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Buy all the anime. Like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? So I just I just think it's like that. You know. Um. No, you're right, man. All right, we're we're done. We're done. No more, no more talking about it. <laughs> These dudes. I mean, I'm gonna be in the air tomorrow morning, bro. And like, so like, something gonna happen, bro. I can just feel it. Just, if they gonna do something, do something to make me feel good, man. Like, I don't know. They they something. did it, bro. Right? You remember how we felt in Vegas, bro? <laughs> they did. That's four true. months. Four months ago, we was in That's Vegas. True. We was getting, we had, we had, we was drinking, drinking. We was lit. They drafted Chris Olave. We was in Vegas. Like, shit was good. And I want to thank the football guys. Chris Olave was healthy all training camp, man. Mm -hmm. All training camp. Came in, looked good. Never really, never really was without a question about, you know, is he good or not? Like, he came in and he just looked good. First round pick. Like no questions about it. Like he's going to be fine. He is, and they and I'll just say they need in pinning too, but that this draft class, especially in the first round, man, Ooh, they need it, boy. Need because if you like, we just just the last two draft classes alone in the first round pick, you got Peyton Turner and Caesar Ruiz, bro. We want to talk. You you want to talk about people that are stubborn, like Mickey's stubborn, but like. Who, who we who we got to look at in the well? I know we got to look out in the mirror for the Reeves pick because he's not here anymore. But like that Peyton Turner pick, mm. like I, I hope I can eat crow about him like we were eating crow about Pete Warner last season, yeah. bro. But like I, I don't I don't know. And we didn't even really have time to really like dive into the Alante Taylor thing because bro, we like we didn't we played something from from May, but we didn't even play something that we recorded right after like. Day two of the trial, bro. We were just like, it's a Lante Taylor pick, bro. Like, yeah, see anything? Like, I, I don't know. And like, we haven't really, we didn't really talk about him on this episode. We can, we can talk about him later because we're wrapping up. But it just makes a lot of sense that they feel like they can coach him. He can play the slot, or they may, you know, if they need him to, he could be the slot. But it's like. It's it goes back to just the hubris and like man, mm-hmm. if, if you think you're a, a contender in a Super Bowl 
caliber team and and I know he's not playing that position like it's going to be Roby but like if he Roby goes down and like you don't have a choice but to play Elante Taylor and if there's games that the defense are on the field and like he's like the only weak link that offense are going after bro we've seen it you've seen how that looks We've seen where the secondary is all stacked, but PJ Williams is at nickel and just getting smoked. It doesn't it's, matter. It doesn't matter that you have Lattimore and, and Marcus Williams. And this, that. It, it's it's a it, it's a matchup game. I know. Right. I know one thing, bro. That our Discord gonna be on fire during game on day, bro. Fire, we gonna be boy. become a Patreon. <laughs> Tell you, Tell you a man. dollar or more, you can become a Patreon to be a part of our Discord. Go about anyway. That's all, that's all I want to say. We 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 I'm sure we will have something that we need to discuss later this week. Today's Tuesday. I'm sure the final like we'll get a final, final 53-man roster within the next couple of days. We'll talk about that then. Uh thank y'all for supporting us. We we truly appreciate it. Um, like we said, you know, seasons season starts like that like two weeks from now, bro. <laughs> like it's it's here. Um, so please support us if you can. We have the Patreon, social media, retweet, like, um, just we're this season. We want to build this even bigger. And for us, the way we see it is that we're getting told, like, we don't have like the cachet. We don't have the clout. We don't have the the backing. We don't have enough, enough engagement to get media credentials. Then the all all we can do is we all we can do is put that back on our listeners and say, listen, this is in y'all's hands. Like, period. If y'all want y'all want us to succeed and be great, like y'all gotta put the word on the street. Y'all gotta get your friends. If you're in the New Orleans area, you you know, in Louisiana, you, and you got Saints fans on your family or friends, and they not listening to us, you gotta peep, you gotta peep them to us. That's that's how that happens, right? Because if we don't have if we don't grow it. And if it just stays how it is, and I'm okay with it staying how it is. I just want that to be clear. Like, I have no problem where it is. But to to truly grow, you just got to continue to get the word out. But we appreciate y'all. I know it's been an emotional day for y'all. Please, please, please. That's one thing we've talked about on this podcast for years. Please, please, please. Don't take this shit too serious, man. It's just fucking football. It's just a game. Like, disconnect. When the CD trade happened, like, I looked at my phone, I laughed, and I just fucking just kept pushing, bro. Like, this shit don't even phase me anymore. Like I'm just so so used to these niggas and they moves, bro. Like it don't phase me. So today, like you're just steamed and just pissed at the Saints. You want to go down airline? Take that plug out, man. It it it's gonna be okay. <laughs> but we'll be back this week. Don't know when. Going on vacation, spending time with the family in Texas for for about a week. Uh, but we for sure will be back to recap the finalized finalized 53 man roster. Uh, we appreciate y'all. With that, we're out. Peace. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. 
I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.